How's it going, Mace? It's going well. We are back for week two. Week two, right? Week two. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> Already, <laughs> Already losing two. track. Yeah. Uh, week two of the NBA season, and we are going to jump straight into it with our news roundup. So, not a lot of news this week, except one really, really unfortunate piece. Yeah. Um, Patrick Williams out for season uh, yeah. with a wrist dislocation. Dislocation. Interesting that's keeping him out for the season, but he does require right. surgery on it. Yeah, it's the surgery to fix the dislocation, which is mm. keeping it out, not so much the injury itself. Um, yeah, massively disappointing um, for the Bulls, who are off to a great start, even um, you know with him there, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, he's sort of their go-to four right mm. now. They're starting four, and they don't really... I mean, they do have some other pieces to replace him. Like, they found some good wing depth in sort of like Elise Johnson and Javante Green's been good and yeah. Jones Jr. and stuff like that. But Patrick Williams was pretty special to end his rookie year last year, defensively mm. especially. So, they'll definitely miss him. Yeah, he was definitely the right four for their system. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. That's I think that's our first season injury. Season-ending injury of the I think so. year. Unfortunately, um, hopefully, no more happen. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, other small piece of news here is uh James Harden is not getting foul calls mm. like at all, really, except for the last except game. last game. Yeah, but he, <laughs> when he, he had, got them back a little bit. But yeah, when he had like seventeen free throws. Yeah. Game. So obviously, the new rules came into place where offensive players drawing fouls too much can come back to bite them. They won't get the calls. In fact, they can get offensive fouls on some of them. Mm. Um, but I think. The refs took Harden almost as the poster boy for it, for it, and they stopped giving him kind of a lot of calls, a lot of calls that he would have gotten last season. He maybe should still be getting. He wasn't really getting. Right, I think he, in some cases, he's definitely getting hurt a little bit. I'm just checking. Yeah, he had 19 free throws against the Pacers, yeah, which okay. was more than his first five games combined. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's definitely been a change in the way he's been officiated, but. Um, I think that will correct itself over time, but I think as a whole, the new officiating rules have been pretty good for the league. These, there's not, I enjoyed it. It's definitely cut down on everything that we hated last mm. year. Yeah. Um, there is one interesting thing, though, and I we actually saw this for the first time. Uh, Patrick Beverly undercut someone a little bit, so he right. was drilling up the court. He stopped and let a guy run into him. That was called an offensive foul on Patrick Beverly. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so I think that was the that was a new rule established, but I think that was the first time we actually saw it. And if I'm remembering back, I think Patrick Beverly was the example in the example videos they right. put out as to what constitutes a foul and what doesn't. Okay. Did you yeah. end up watching those? I didn't see those. I okay. Didn't, I, yeah, I wasn't. To be honest, I wasn't completely aware of that new undercut rule. Um, I think it is a good idea because it is dangerous for the defender mm. um, to go up and contest a shot and then the offense player purposely. No, not that. Oh. Um, dribbling <laughs> up the court. So Patrick Beverly dribbling up the court and mm. uh, an offense, uh, defensive player is running up the court behind him. He stops and gets his oh, ass in the way. Oh, is that considered a call That now. is now an offensive foul, I think. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw some... Uh, yeah. I, I mentioned it because I saw some controversy about it. Yeah, no, I, okay. That's not what I thought it was. Um, yeah, no, I don't like that. Um, I thought they were I thought they were leaving that because I, th- I thought the pull-up, like the thing that Trey used to do, or yeah, Trey Young, last year was like stop in the middle of the court and yeah. pull up and then get hit from behind. I don't like that that's an offensive call because Trey was also jumping backwards last year, yeah. which was which should be an offensive um, foul. But I think just stopping is fair play for the offensive mm. player. It was weird because it wasn't the backcourt, I think is the interesting part about it. That's, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know if there's a distinction there because I also feel like I've seen Trey not... I feel like I've seen Trey get that call this season already. Right, okay. Like someone running in to him from the back and he yeah. still shoots it. Yeah, I wonder if they just sort of if they 
because I don't remember seeing this play. Um, but yeah, I wonder if it there's maybe something different that happened there or something like that. Mm. But um, yeah, generally, I think offensive players should have the right to stop and start their momentum. Yeah, and like defensive players should have to work adjust for that. that yeah. yeah. All right, I think that's about all the news from this week. If yeah. we missed anything, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> both of us have sort of struggled to come up with anything else that happened this week. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of games, which was good yeah, to see. It was and, great. So many games. So, so many games we watched actually. Because yeah. that that tends to happen in the dog days of the season. Even we aren't watching as much. But right. yeah, no, I probably watched twenty games this yeah. week. I mean, yeah. I, I sat down with you for a fair chunk of them, at least half of them. Mm. So um, yeah, it's been straight into it for us, which is good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to one big question. Let's talk about some of these games and some of these teams. All right, um, and the first thing we're talking about is uh, the Nuggets here. Um, I'll go first. My question is, what is happening with <laughs> Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah. He, um, go ahead. He's, he's sometimes taking the shots that I expect him to take, but he's also in a real shooting slump, which makes yeah. me think it's just a shooting slump. Right. But I don't know if it's something different about the system, because he also feels like he's not taking all of the same shots. He's not getting some of those crazy pull-up jumpers mm. um, that he would get. Uh, last season. So, I don't know. I'm a bit confused. It's really hurting my most improved player pick. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely a, a strange start. Uh, I feel like you're right. Maybe he's not getting all the same shots as he was last year. Mm. And I think maybe, I don't know if that's a conscious effort by the Nuggets to sort of, maybe they were in p- panic mode a bit last year and sort yeah, of like, oh shit, we him, just yeah. lost Murray. We need to get some points. And now they've sort of, they figured it out a little bit without Murray and now they're just sort of Yeah, Montero is getting some shots up. Will Barton is yeah. actually shooting more than Mike, or at least he was um, as of when. Um, I put these stats down a few days ago. It might have yeah. changed. But um, but I think I think it, it partially is a slump. And I think it's, it's kind of important that Porter goes through something like this because he's been scorching hot his entire mm. career. And so if he needs to be able to work through a slump, which hopefully he can do soon because that's important for any player to get through. Yeah, no, I really hope he... Because um, not today's game against the Wolves, but yesterday's game against the Maps, he was actually aggressive. He was attacking mm. the rim, um, which is what I want to see. I want him to yeah. see, I want to see him, if he's not shooting particularly well, go at the basket because everyone's closing out on you. Everyone's still going to close out super hard on you right? just because he's so deadly um, at times. Like, he's... His career three-point percentage going into the season was like 52% or something like yeah, that. Yeah, nuts. Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, so <laughs> just kind of, I don't know, keep keep going inside, really, Yeah, if he can. And he's also, you know, he hasn't... He still looked a bit disengaged to me offensively and maybe... Uh, defensively, sorry, and offensively at some times as well. Mm. But I don't know. I think maybe the slump is in his head a little bit. Um, but I think, you know, he's got a good group of veterans around there. I hope they can break him out of his slump. I think he's due for a big game fairly soon. Yeah. He, I, I think he's, so. he's just too talented of a shot maker to keep missing all these shots. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he did have a good game today in terms of doing other stuff as well, which is also very um, nice to see because he had he had 10 boards in the first half at the very okay, least. I'll tell good. you that much. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many he finished with, maybe like 14. Right. Um, yeah, my, my question for them is a, a similar sort of problem that they need addressing is they're scoring outside of Jokic and really Barton as well. Barton's mm. been great for Barton's them. Barton's been really good. Um, so, like, there's a lot of... With Mike not scoring, there's a lot of sort of other guys having to do some stuff, which yeah. I'm just not a fan of in terms of... Them doing it consistently. Consistently as, like, as a good offense. And right now, they're not a good offense. I think they're like 23rd in offensive rating. That wouldn't surprise me, no. Um, there's, like, there's a lot of Aaron Gordon post-ups that I'm not a fan of. I think he's a really good role man and like sort of cutter guy. And I think we saw some of that against the Mavs yesterday when mm. they blew them out. Um, that 
He was sort of he was getting that sort of looks, which I think are good. Uh, Monte Morris does a lot of mid range pull ups, which yeah. they go in, but it's also it's a mid range pull up. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, there is there are times it doesn't go in, and that's when it looks really bad. Mm. But just generally, the whole offense looks sort of just like doesn't know what to do with Jokic yeah. off the floor. Jokic is really the beating heart of this entire offense, which we've known for a while now, but. Without Murray out there and without MPJ being able to take on more of a load right now, it's it's definitely showing. Yeah, off the floor especially, just because like um, Malone has only just made the adjustment to stagger um, the bench a little bit with some of the starters, yeah. but like the bench out there with no Wobard and no Monte Morris to playmake and no Jokic to playmake has just looked awful. They haven't yeah. been good in. No one on the bench has been any good except Bones, which has been awesome because mm. he was really good today. But yeah, no, I mean. I'm really off Composer. He's been, he's just been. I, <laughs> that I think is an had, understatement. <laughs> I think he's had the worst plus minus on the team each of the last three games, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, probably. He was a minus twenty four today. In a win. In a win. Yeah. He was a minus twenty four. Um, Bones was the only positive plus minus off the bench, actually. Right. Um, yeah. The the offense just doesn't do anything without Jokic. They're just they're not even trading water because they're not good defensively either. No. They're, they're giving up big leads and then Jokic has to come in and fix it. Yeah, especially with Kapazo out there. There's no way he can defend pretty much any NBA point guards mm. at this point. The bigger guys at yeah. the very least, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're just getting lit up on both ends of the court and it's it's showing. I think, yeah, there's they definitely need MPJ to bring it on so that way they can stagger his and Jokic's minutes mm-hmm. as go-to scorers. Um but I think, I'll, uh, you know, this is still only week two. Um, I think the Nuggets still have... And they're, they're not... What's their record right now? They're four and two. Four and two. So they're still winning games at a high clip. Um, so, you know, this is this is stuff to say whilst they also just beat the Mavs by nearly 40 or whatever Yeah, 30-something, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm not too concerned. We're not playing panic button this week. I right. wouldn't hit the panic button just yet, but yeah. Um, turnovers another big issue, but they hopefully that will rectify itself because mm. they are dead last in the league and uh, keeping the ball. Right. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Warriors now. Mm. Um, you can go first on this one. Um, yeah. So they've obviously been off to a great start, the Warriors. Mm. Um, and I, I, I was just interested in sort of will their returning injured guys either give them another boost on top of what's been a great start to the season, or will it sort of throw off their rhythm a bit as they try to incorporate some pretty major pieces coming back throughout so the year? Clay and... Clay and Wiseman. Right. Um, and also Kaminga just joined the lineup today. Well, you know, it depends how many minutes he ends up getting, but he could be someone that plays a decent amount for mm. this Warriors team. I'm not too concerned about Kaminga working his way in, because right. he, he would have to work his way in at the start of the season anyway. Yeah, that is true, um, being a rookie and all, but Clay's obviously the big one. Yeah. Um, coming back, what's he going to look like? Is he going to start straight away? Is, how many shots is he going to get? Is he going to be good? Can he hang defensively on you know two injured legs? Mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. And also Wiseman, who had his ups and downs last year in terms of knowing what to do and his offense and so, stuff, uh, stuff like that. So does he start? Does Looney continue to get the start? Who's been solid, as Looney mm. is, but you know obviously doesn't have the upside of Wiseman. So there are some pieces they need to address f- relatively soon. Yeah. Um, Clay's not due till Christmas mm. or around then, but um, things they need to think about whilst they're also winning games at the moment. Yeah. Clay doesn't concern me in the slightest. In right. fact, I think Clay's going to be so good for them. Right. Um, he's going to work his way back into the lineup quite easily, I would say. And Jordan Poole goes to the bench, and I think that's going to be a lot better for yeah, him. Yeah. Jordan Poole is kind of chucking right now. Yeah. Um, 
He's still scoring, but he's not shooting particularly well. He's shooting yeah. about 40% for the field at like 23 from three or something like that. He's shooting right. pretty poorly. Um, I think he's maybe trying to take on too big of a load. Yeah, right I think now. he's trying to become Clay, and he right. should not be trying to do that. He should be trying to be a six man. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that will happen when Clay comes back, assuming Clay starts, which right. fair. Yeah. But, it, it you know, would, if, yeah. In, if Clay's slow to come back, it might not necessarily happen straight away. Um, Wiseman scares me a little bit mm. because I don't know where he fits. In either case, I don't know if he fits with the starters, and I don't know if he fits on the bench next to like a Bielitsa. Right. Yeah, because the the bench right now is going to a small ball five mm. uh, with Bielitsa, um, who's been so good for them. Mm, yeah, he's been really good. Um, yeah, he's an interesting case because he's you sort of want him to replace Looney entirely almost because mm. they want to keep that small ball lineup with Draymond and Bielitsa, obviously, um, and also like Iguodala and stuff like that. Um, but to start, they start big with Looney. Um, and yeah, Wiseman is definitely someone who, like I said, has that higher upside. But if he's not back healthier or if he's not sort of clicking on a year two level that the Warriors need him to be, they could slow down a bit. Yeah, I mean, my question here is, are they a cheeky sleeper team? Yeah. I think Wiseman coming back, if he's not ready to come back and take on everything Looney's doing, it's going to really, really hurt them. And yeah. he doesn't, and like I just said, I don't think he fits with the bench. So I don't know if Wiseman actually has a spot on this team. Yeah. Yeah, well, hope, I definitely think he's talented enough to come back and be an impact player for this team. Mm. Um, but I like your question of are they a cheeky sleeper team? Because I said this in my previews, this reminds me of the 2015 Warriors, mm. this team. They are they're deep. Um, they're solid from top to bottom. They can play a lot of guys um, who all can make an impact. And a lot of guys that still have upside, like our guy Moses Moody yeah. and um, obviously Kaminga. The two rookies, but also some other young guys. Um, you know, obviously Wiseman. Iguodala's been good for them. Iguodala's still, still been good. Um, there's just a lot of guys where they're deep enough, and they still have the top end talent in Steph Curry, obviously, to make yeah. a deep playoff push. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was kind of off them going into the season, just thinking, oh, they're just going to chuck threes, and it's not going to be that fun to watch. But no, they've been so much. They've been so much fun to watch. They've been so entertaining. Yeah. Um, just because they are playing. These lineups, they're playing these fun small ball lineups. Mm. I love watching Bielitsa play yeah. with those guys. I don't know. It's so much fun seeing him take guys off the dribble and then making nice passes. Yeah. Um, and sort of our other stat here, notes here, um, was that Draymond has looked rejuvenated this year. Mm. I think he definitely has something to play for this year, which he hasn't had for the last two years. Yeah. He has an incentive to be good uh, and be in shape. I don't know uh, if he had nothing to play for last year, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. But, you know, this obviously wasn't a championship team last year. For sure. Um, so, yeah, it's it's very exciting to see him back. He's currently averaging a combined three steals and blocks per game. So mm. I think it's 1.6 steals and 1.4 blocks or something That's like great, that. great, yeah. Which is awesome. Um, anything, anytime you get around that three range with combined steals and blocks oh, yeah. is, is just awesome. Um so hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he looks like Defensive Player of the Year, Draymond, mm. kind of. Um, and he, he just looks more in shape. I think he's shooting it better this year as well. Um, I think uh, well, he hasn't taken a lot of attempts from three, but I think he's shooting like 66% right now. Okay. Um, that might have dropped after today's game. I'm not sure. But yeah, he's definitely looked better and more like the old Draymond, the old championship Draymond. Yeah. I'm excited. I, yeah. like, I like this version of the Warriors. Yeah, definitely. Because like... It's better than Super Team Warriors, yeah. for sure. To a degree, they're underdogs again, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Let's see. Which is, I think, where they strive, yeah. Uh, he has dropped in terms of steals box. It's down to 1.3 and 1.2. Right. Um, and then 3.0%. Yeah, it is 60% on yep. 0.8 attempts per game. So not right. that much. But much. in five games, he's made three. Three out of five, I think he is. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, 
yeah, our final team that we're talking about here, and I think we should say the point together, yeah. uh, is the Hornets. And our question is... Miles Bridges? <laughs> what? What's going on here? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> Legitimately. He's taking lots of shots and he's making lots of yeah. shots. Um, I was not expecting him to be the best player of this team. I was tell you that much. Not, not in a million years that I expect this out of him. I thought he was just going to be a really good role man for them, a mm. pick and roll partner with Lamelo, and sort of and be you know versatile defensively because that's what he's been so far in his yeah. career. And he's just taken it to a complete another level now. What's he averaging now? I didn't check this. I didn't check what it, like I checked this last night. Uh, not, they didn't play today. I don't think so. No. So I think he's averaging like twenty five points a game yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, which is nuts. It's. It's pretty much double his career high of 13. Yeah. And, and it's double what he averaged last year of like 12 and a half or something like that. Um, he's just a completely different player. He's hitting threes. 25.5 points, eight boards, two assists. Yeah. That's uh, nuts. Off of 51, 37, uh, 88 shooting. And that 37 is like high attempts, right? Isn't he putting up like eight a game? Uh, yeah, he's attempting eight a game. Yeah. That's nuts. He's just completely turned it around. I'm not sure if they're like running offense for him or anything, but... I mean, he's just doing stuff. I didn't watch more Hornets. I've only yeah, watched so maybe one or two Hornets games. But right. yeah. Complete well, revelation. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. I mean, give this man the MIP. Yeah, honestly. He has to be front runner right now. Yeah. Um, and the Hornets are good too. They're winning games with him being this good. Also something that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, I think they're 4-1 and one or 5-1 and one right now. Um, but, I mean, a good Hornets team with uh, Bridges and... Uh, Lamelo has also looked good in some games. I think these last two games have been a bit how you going, but yeah, the Hornets are four and two right now. Yeah, um, and you know a large part of that is to Bridges. Yeah, I mean, they're, and they're just a nice, young, exciting team. They've mm. got some young pieces. They've got some vets, and you know, you've got Hayward and your Scary Terry, and your um, Mason Plumley. But yeah, they've just got so much. They've just got a lot. They've just got a lot of it, guys. They kind of went from just Lamelo last year to just having a lot this year. I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah, I mean. I think I've only watched uh, one Hornets game so far, which was opening their opening night game mm. against the um, Pacers, which came yeah. down to overtime, and Gordon Hayward um, was really big in that game. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, and that. Lamelo had a great game as well. But yeah, I mean, they've, if Miles Bridges can keep this up for the whole season, this will be huge for them. Absolutely yeah. massive. Like he's, I mean, it's obviously too early, but he's an All Star at this rate. Yeah, putting up twenty five a game, he has to be. Yeah, on the fifth seed. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Very <laughs> biggest surprise of the season for sure. Definitely. Hundred percent. Alright, uh let's get to my top three stats of the week. <laughs> okay. Alright, so I have one, but we're gonna do something else okay. instead to supplement it a little bit. Um I don't know, I just couldn't find many good stats coming up throughout the week. It was a bit weird. I'm sure there was probably some today because there was a lot of games there. I just didn't have a chance to look. Right. But my one stat is DeJounte Murray is the fourth player ever with twenty points, twelve rebounds, fifteen assists, two steals and two blocks in a game. Crazy. Um the other three are LeBron, Magic and Bird. Yeah, that's a lead company. Yeah, I mean, that's the company you want to be in. <laughs> and, um, yeah, DeJounte's... I, I said it uh, at the start of the season, he's going to play himself into getting traded. Um, mm. And, yeah, he just has nights like these where he just puts up ridiculous stat lines because he can kind of do it all. Um, he's obviously a monster defensively, and he just gets out and rebounds and does everything for the Spurs. Mm. It's great. Yeah, I mean, he's been their second best player behind Jakob Pertl. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jakob Pertl. The reason I mentioned Jakob Pertl is we're playing a little game here. We're going to be playing Guess the Vorp. Kind okay. Of. So, uh, for those who don't know, Vorp is value of a replacement player. It's a stat that Basketball Reference uses to essentially say, this guy is better than an average bench player at his position by this amount. 
Um, I'm going to tell you some of the guys who are currently in the top 20. Right. And I want you to tell me where they were last year within a certain range. I'll okay. give you some leeway. Okay. Um, and the amount of leeway I give you might give you an indication of what range they're in. Right. All right. So this season, fifth in VORP. Uh, this is as of last night. So two nights ago as of when this is released. But last night of when we're recording this. Uh, Paul George is currently fifth. Where was he last season? Plus or minus five? From fifth? Yes, so he's fifth this season. Where was he last season? And I'll give you five points of leeway either way. Five rankings either way. Oh, okay. Uh, does that mean... Okay, so the plus five, is that a lot of leeway relative to the rest of the no, list? No, that is the least. Okay, so does that mean he's high? I mean, just to give you can make that assumption. Yeah, okay. I think he was... I don't know. And it, this is, just to clarify, their VORP is to a league average, not a team average. Off the bench? League average. League yes, average. I believe. I believe that's mm. how it works. Yeah. Okay. Small thought. Uh, he must have been... He Was he still top 10? Was he around this area last year? Just give me a guess. Give me a uh, guess. Seven. Uh, 29. 29. Okay. Yeah. Right. So much lower than I thought. Yeah. All right. But that might help you calibrate a little yeah, bit here. Okay. For number eight, Harrison Barnes. He's been good. Yeah. He's, he's been, been really good. good for the Kings. He's right. a game winner. Yeah. Tell me where he was last season. Plus or minus 25. 25, okay. Pushing it right back. Yeah. Um, like 150th? 93rd. 93rd, okay. All right. Uh, number 10 currently, Montrose Harrell. Um, tell me where he was, plus or minus 15. Okay. Um, 70. 49. 49. Damn, I'm not, okay. good. I'm not doing good here. It's all right. <laughs> these aren't easy. Yeah. Some of these are going to be really... I don't re- keep up with the VORP, but... Um, I don't think anyone does. No. So, some <laughs> of these are going to be really funny. Um, John Morant is currently 11th. Um, where was he last season? Plus or minus? I'm going to give you 30 here. I've said 25 here, but I'm going to give you 30. 30. Okay. Um, it's like 110 then or something like that? Ah, you're just off. He was 149th. Oh, okay. Wow, that's so low for mm. John. But he's... Maybe even the MVP so far this year. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 13 currently is Tyler Hero. Yeah, it is. Where was he last season? Plus or minus? You're not doing great, so I'll give you plus or minus 50. 50. <laughs> that makes me want to go like 100 th- uh, 140. Did I get... Two, uh, am I out again? 221. 221? Yeah, That's so he was low. low. <laughs> That's so low. Oh, my God. All right. Current number 16 is Rashawn Holmes. Uh... Not what was he last season? Plus or minus 20? Uh, I forgot my calibration now. Uh, Sean Holmes. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you some of the other ones again. So, um, Wait, hang on. No, I've got this. Okay. <laughs> Barnes was a 25, right? He was a plus or minus I'll give you plus or minus 25, actually, based on that, actually. Okay, so like 100? Exactly 100, yeah. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Let's go. He go was 100th. On. <laughs> All right, and number 20, Cody Martin. Oh, which is he the Hornets or the Heat? Mark? Hornets. Okay. Plus or minus 80. 80. Was he last? <laughs> was he. <laughs> I don't know how far this goes. Yeah. Um, was he like 300th or something? You're just out. 385. <laughs> There's no way I just missed out on that with a plus or minus 80. Yeah, 385 last season, 20th in VORP this season. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So I think. Obviously, small sample size effect. Right. Uh, VORP is quite funny early on in the season. It's actually the only advanced stat that basketball reference is allowing people to look at now. Oh, really? Like, I tried to look at, like, um, 
like with Jesper 48 and stuff like that, but it's just like, no, you can't look at it because the sample size is too small. We can't actually create it properly. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Like, okay. I go, like, it shows it, they don't show top 20. And if I try to sort, hey, show me what people's winches per 48 are, it just breaks. Oh, wow. Okay, well, <laughs> luckily we've got Trusty Vorp. Yeah. Um, I think both of the Martins have been really good to start this year. So that's pretty cool. Who's the most surprising one there? I mean, I'm no, it's not Cody Martin. It right? has. To, I mean, obviously it has to be. Twentieth and more. I'm from three eighty five. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad Hero's up there because yeah. he's been playing like it. He's been phenomenal. We should get to the heat at some point soon, probably next week. But, yeah. Um, for context, June Butler was third, I think, or fourth. Yeah, that makes. Sense. Yeah, he's up there. That definitely makes sense. Um, fun little game. I'll, I'll yeah. try and get better at my Vorp stats for next time. <laughs> Don't <around. laughs> worry. <laughs> I was not expecting you to get any of those, really. Hence uh, okay. why I gave you so much leeway. Right. I was tempted to give you possibly 100 on Cody Martin. I mean, yeah, that's probably worth yeah. Uh Alright, let's get to my plus minuses yeah. of the week. Um, and we'll actually start here with Ramiz's plus minus of the ah. week. Um, this is one that Ramiz suggested to me as we were watching... Uh, the Nuggets blow out the Mavs. Um, Monte Morris was a plus 32 in only 23 minutes versus the Mavs. Um, and I've got a cheeky little addition here mm-hmm. um, that uh, our boy Josh Green um, was the only plus on the Mavs with a plus 10. Hey, let's go. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> we were watching the game together. I was just saying, he's just out there getting rebounds. He, mm. just, he had like four offensive rebounds, it felt like, and only shot like twice. Mm. It's just like, just, you know, be a little bit greedy. Uh, greeny. Yeah, but that plus 32 was because that's his career high, Monte Morris's. Yeah, and um, there were a lot, obviously, a lot of high nuggets ones, in high yeah. plus or minuses, especially but the But Monte Morris was best on the team, which uh, is why I suggested it. Yeah, definitely. Um, next here, uh, how many have I got? I've got four here, actually. Okay. Um, Make so it up for what, <laughs> what I didn't do. <laughs> so, number four. Um, the four bench players who played for the Mavs uh, against the Spurs the other night. So, that was Brunson, Kleber, Willie Colley-Stein, and Frank Nilekina were a, compl- uh, a combined plus 76 um, in a very small win uh, over the Spurs. I think it was only like a seven-point okay. win. So, respectively, they were 21, uh, plus 21, plus 22, plus 11, and plus 24. Mm. And all the Mavs starters were in minuses. Yeah, okay. So, Saved by the bench, yeah. Yeah, the bench came in and just, especially Frank Nilekina, a plus 24 mm. as a team high. Um, uh, yeah, very interesting win for the for the Mavs. Um, next here, I've got Elise Johnson from the Bulls, who was a minus 12 in only three minutes. How does that happen? I have no idea, but <laughs> I'm assuming he got yanked pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I can't. Rem- I didn't write down who this was against, and I think they. This might have been the one game they've lost so far. The okay. Bulls. Um, who was that against? I don't remember. Was it against the Pistons? No, the Pistons won today. Anyway, it was against someone. Um. Next here, uh, number two, I've got Ty Jerome from the Thunder. Um, in the Thunder's historic 28-point, uh, sorry, 26-point comeback win mm. uh, against the Lakers, Ty Jerome was a plus 28 in only 14 minutes. He, he's the one who got it done? He's the one who got it done. No one else was exceptionally high, I don't think. Interesting. Everyone okay. else was sort of like, uh, like Shea was like 14 or something like that, if I remember mm. correctly. But um, yeah, Ty, Ty Jerome, uh, plus 28, massive. And then... Uh, number one here, uh, Malik Monk from the Los Angeles Lakers was a plus 31 in only a four-point win. <laughs> and the next closest starter was a plus six. So everyone just threw except Malik Monk. Everyone, Malik Monk was the heart and soul of that, yeah. of that Lakers win before the Thunder loss the day before. Um, the day before the Thunder loss, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone else was like, yeah, I think the only other double digits plus for the Lakers was Dwight with a plus 12. Really? Okay. Um, but yeah, Malik with a plus 31. 
Oh, yeah, shout out Dwight for hitting a three as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that against the Cavs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, he didn't get two blocks, though. He so didn't. He did not earn it. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure LeBron will let him get away with it. Mm. All right. Well, let's get to Baywatch slash Treywatch slash Moody Views. Are we still calling it that? Or do we just want to stick with Baywatch? I think Baywatch is All right, let's, stick, let's go to Baywatch. Right. Let's get to Baywatch. All right. Well, our guys had some games. I mean, one of our guys had some games. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Sadiq Bay has been very good this season. Yeah. Um, the Pistons picked up their first win of the season, so they're going to be very bad yeah. um, as the season goes, but Sadiq's going to keep it up. So he had 21-7-3 and two steals, 19-6-2 and two, uh, the other day. And what did he put up today? Um, he had 13-7 rebounds. Did not shoot it particularly well, but hit three threes. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, came in their first win of the season, as you said, yeah. um, which is good for the Pistons. We also saw Cade today for the first time. Yeah. He really put up two points, but it's good to see him out there. Yeah, I don't know if um, Siddiq's efficiency has been great, but he's still mm. being impactful. Yeah, he's still being a better player for them. And on a bad team who's being yeah, asked obviously. to take some shots, his, inefficiency, uh, his efficiency is going to go down. Um, yeah. But still looking solid as ever. Yeah. yeah. Trey Mann and Moses Moody didn't play a whole lot. Nah. Um, not much to mention. Moody did get some minutes today, though. Yeah. He um, against the Thunder, actually. Unfortunately, Trey Mann didn't play, so we didn't get to see two of our guys play against each other, yeah. but... Yeah, Moody randomly got 20 minutes today. Yeah. Um, 6.7 rebounds? Three boards. Three boards. Um, Two for seven from the field, one for five on threes. Plus seven, though. Yeah. Um, in a win, so... Yeah, but before that, Moody, I don't. I think he had a DNP earlier in the week and then like two minutes here and there. Mm. Or like 45 seconds in one game, so... So it seems like Kerr's not quite ready to put him in, right. but maybe he is now. Yeah, I mean, he got a lot of minutes today, so hopefully he can stick around the rotation. Then again, that was a 30-point blowout. Right, and it was against the Thunder, so... Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to our League Pass games to watch now. Uh, Dylan, I hate you. <laughs> you took all of the good ones. Yeah. So listen to Di- watch Dylan's games, especially. Especially mine. Yeah. Still good. Still, still, yeah. still check them out. Um, yeah. starting with Monday the first. So that's today is of when this comes out. Uh, Jazz up Bucks. Big yeah. matchup between two of the best teams in the league last season. Just watch it. Definitely. Just watch it. Um. Yeah. On Tuesday day after, I've got Bulls at Celtics. Um. The Bulls have been running through the league so far. The Celtics who have not quite. Mm. Um. But should be a fun matchup. We've got the next two as well. Oh, you're a weekend man. As yeah, I'm a weekend um, man. Right. I told you there was nothing <laughs> left. All right. Well, I've got two. I've got back-to-back Thursday games here. Um, I've got the Hornets at Warriors. Um, got you know the Hornets have been solid as we've talked about. Have been mm-hmm. really good, and hopefully Miles can keep that up against the Warriors, who we also just talked about. Um, and then uh, Nets. Sorry, Hawks versus Nets. Um, the Hawks have had an interesting season so far. Some good wins and some bad losses yeah. um, against the Nets, who have also had a sort of up and down start. But hopefully, you know, this should be a a fun matchup with a lot of offense in it. All right, yes. Yeah. Um, I am now up. So we've got our weekend game. So uh, on Saturday the 6th, we've got Grizzlies at Wizards. Uh, two teams that have started off better than I expected at the very least. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, fun matchup between some guards. I think the Grizzlies will win it, but who knows? Yep. We shall see. Um, and then I also have Sixers at Bulls on Sunday the 7th. Two teams which I expect to be in similar ra- in a similar range in the East. Never too early to start thinking about seeding. Yeah, that is true. Um, we've also got some, you know, I mentioned this last week, some more SBS games this week. Mm. Um, on Monday, so where, after this comes out, you can watch Pistons versus Nets. So if you want to watch Ky- uh, not Kyrie, um, <laughs> Harden and KD against, you know, the, the first overall pick in Cade, that'll be on after you watch this. Um, and then on Friday, uh, Celtics versus Heat. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, a very good game to 
watch for free on SBS. Um, the Celtics obviously got Tatum and Brown, and the Heat have been cruising through the league so far to start the season. So definitely check that out. Yep. All right, and let's get to our final thing here with our over-under of the week. Right. So Dylan got it last week. As yep. <laughs> Honestly, I might shoot for zero here. Shoot for zero? Yeah, I might nah, try to nah. shoot for zero here. It's only week one. Yeah, no, um, Kevin Durant, I set the line at Kevin Durant scoring 31.5 points or more. Uh, he scored 38 in the first game and then did not score 30 again. He scored right. 25-25 and then 22, like 22 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So definitely under 31.5. Right. Uh, yeah, so my week for the over and under here... Um, uh, Dame has had a bit of an interesting start to the season. Um, he's been struggling shooting. Uh, he shot. He's sh- currently shooting 26% uh, from three this season, including an 0 for 9 game and an 0 for 8 game. Um, and he's only scoring uh, 19 a game, which is definitely below his level. So I've actually got your pick of over-unders here, Ramiz. Okay. We can either go Dame... We can go Dame shooting. Uh, I've set the line at 38.5% from three. Um or for the week, or we can go Dame scoring at 28.5 points per game for the week. Interesting. Do we know who they play? Um, so, okay, Hornets first. Oh, I don't know who it is, but they've got two back-to-backs. Hornets sixes. Yeah. And um, then... Then it'll be uh, Cavs... Uh, no, that's just a one. Uh, Pacers and Lakers. Right. Hmm, some tough teams in there. Yeah. They might need him to score. Give me the scoring one. Okay. And I'll take the under. You take the under on 28 and a half. Yeah. That's not bad. I think I purposely set it a bit high in terms of Dame coming out trying to prove the haters wrong. Or yeah. Whatever. We've got the obligatory sort of tweet now mm. after his tough performance. Um, so I'm expecting that to fire him up a bit. Um, 28 and a half. It is high, but I think I'll go the over. Okay. There are some poor defenses through there and there are also some big matchups and looking at the Lakers specifically Dame always goes off against the Lakers okay um, so I'll take that over on 28 and a half alright well let's see how you become correct <laughs> I mean <laughs> I wouldn't hate it <laughs> <laughs> alright well I think that's just about it for this episode unless you had anything else you want to add I think that's it alright well if you've enjoyed this episode please leave us a like on YouTube check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify leave us a 5 star rating or review you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at stat underscore stuff. There we go. I'm good at this. <laughs> um, other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.